Mom to Mom podcast. We're three generations of moms who've experienced nearly every season of motherhood. Of course, we don't have all the answers, but you can be sure that we'll always point you to the one who does. We're pouring a cup of coffee and we're chatting motherhood today. Pull up a chair. We're really glad you're here. When was the last time you took a date night? Is this an outdated, old-fashioned idea that seems elusive to the busy parents who cannot even find time for a minute alone? This season five episode is all about love. No, I'm just kidding. It's really about date nights and how do we make it happen even when we aren't feeling the love. Maybe that is you and your spouse, or maybe you have tried date nights and you've just run out of ideas and haven't even considered the importance of this time together. So today, Kate, Jamie, and I are going to be talking about date nights, and let's begin. What does a date night look like for you in this current season, girls? We're all different seasons, and I'm sure all of our date nights look drastically different. Well, for me, being in a different season where where my daughter's gone, my husband and I are together a lot. We share an office, and I'm working on you know this new book, and it's just you know together a lot. So sometimes for us, it's just changing the scenery. A date can for us can be going to Target together, you know, something like that, or trying to just spend time with friends just to get some a different scene in front of us. So it's a little bit different. I mean, we still will have go have a nice dinner, maybe go to a movie, things like that. But really, it's often just kind of changing our scenery, changing what uh, what's around us to have something just that feels special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd say that kind of the same thing because my husband works from home. So we are together all the time. And you could count that as a date because we are together. But if we're not careful, it, our relationship can seem rather transactional or business-like. And so we actually have to be intentional to do things that remind us that we, we're married first before we're business partners. A lot of times that just looks like parallel play outside in the world. Like we'll go to a coffee shop. And we'll sit right next to each other. And maybe we're even doing work. But again, it's a change of scenery. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, thinking outside the box. One thing I want to say, though, too, I think because I'm in a new season where my kids don't require like acute care like they did when they were little. Mm -hmm. I think that I've sort of not that I've let go of the importance of date night, but I also feel like perfection has kind of been baked into our bones as women. And we've talked about this a lot on different episodes about the social media pressures. But I think sometimes we can put that same social media pressure on our husbands, expecting them to plan these like big grand gesture dates. Um, And to be honest, that's just not realistic. And it's not really fair. We can often make ourselves feel like, oh, he doesn't really love me or he doesn't really care about me because he's not doing the thing that I saw this one's husband Mm -hmm. doing. And when, in fact, he does love me. So I think we have to be careful about like, and obviously on this episode, we'll we'll share some fun ideas for date nights. But just remember as you're listening, like a, a date doesn't have to be a big, grandiose affair. Just spending enough time together is really the key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's where social media can be a trap too, because you do see this stuff and think, well, how come he's not doing that? I, I wish there weren't social media, to be honest with you. If I could just do away with it and we could go back to just life where I'm not comparing myself to Jamie or to September, I'm just doing what we do that makes us happy. So that's my feeling on social media. But why, but why are date nights important? I mean, we're talking about it and people, 
you know, that are listening, I'm guessing fall into three different categories. Like maybe us, they have always done date nights and they're just, you know, into a season of not making them a priority anymore because they're just a thing to do. Maybe they've never tried a date night. So they're, you know, why is this so important? Why does everyone talk about date night? Or maybe they're just in a season where they haven't made it a priority, but really why are they important? I mean, for my husband and I, they are vital. My husband and I, we live very different lives and it's a constant struggle just to find a time, even in the kitchen, to talk without being interrupted. And so I think that we maybe we should talk about that real quickly. Why are they so important? Well, I think for me, when I was in the little years, it really helped me feel like a person of value. You know, I wasn't just a mom with people clinging to me all the time. It it let me have some adult time. I think right now it, again, helps me see my husband as less than a business partner. But that's kind of our unique situation. I will tell you something, girls, and maybe this is TMI. I don't know. But years ago, when we were surrounded by littles, And we, well, I guess it was just after the little years when we couldn't spell things out anymore, but we still wanted to have some important conversations without listening ears. We started taking showers together and it wasn't necessarily like a sexual thing. It didn't always turn into this romantic affair. It was just a time to just have some concentrated time to talk without listening ears. And we've continued that. So even today, it feels weird to me to take a shower by myself because we just kind of kept up that habit. Good. I love that, Jamie. I think it's just it just fosters intimacy in a different way rather than sitting together watching a movie. You're you're together, but you're focusing on something else. So just that going to dinner, going to have coffee, looking each other in the eyes and talking about things that you don't talk when you're just sharing an office. Mm-hmm. Or Mike and I, we walk together almost every day. We just take a nice walk and we can really talk about those things that are important. And in the shower, girls, there's no other distractions <laughs> except for each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should just end this episode right here. So, just kidding. I think that's a great idea, Jamie. I think we've all done that. And And it's a great time to just step away. I don't know about you, but there's hurdles to date nights. Um, I think a lot of times people think there's hurdles when you have little, little ones, the early years, which is true. It's a huge hurdle. But even for people personally, there's hurdles for date night. And I'm just gonna share a little bit about what my hurdle might be. And I think for my husband also is to step away from work mode or productive mode or task mode, or I'm in charge of, I'm responsible for mode and be able to be present. It is, this is a very difficult thing for me. Uh, Literally, like when we take a vacation, it takes me two whole days to completely decompress so I can be present. So for date nights, you know, if my husband says, let's leave at five, then I myself know at around three o'clock, I need to start you know, compartmentalizing all these other things so I can enjoy my time with him. Otherwise, the entire day is spent talking about the stress of our lives, which isn't always a bad thing, but I don't want that to be what characterizes our date night. So that's one of my hurdles. How about you girls? Well, I completely agree. I find that it's hard for me to have a date night in the house because I can easily get my mind going on, oh, well, this needs to be done or that thing needs to be checked off. I actually have to physically remove myself and And during seasons of our life, that was obviously difficult, especially during the early years or even in the last couple of years during a pandemic when nothing was open. But we found some creative ways to be able to get outside of the house or to do some things inside the house that 
maybe would help me um, pivot my mind a little bit and get it concentrated on us rather than all the other things happening. And I think just the frustration of being together all the time and the stresses of my husband's job, me trying to work on a book, it just, it can, it can just weigh down on you. So you need to sometimes just get away, Mm -hmm. just do something. It's easier for me without having little kids around, but still, it's still important. Whatever season you're in, having time together that's focused on each other, that's important. But let's be realistic because I can imagine a great majority of women who are listening to this right now are like, oh, well, that's great for you. Your kids are grown and gone or, you know, you have teenagers that can watch themselves. What about me? I have a million small people and I can't just get away at any given notice. So what about during those early years? What are some things that you did to be able to alleviate some of that and be able to get away or even just some things that you did on a date night in the house? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, and I'm still sharing these with my older kids because because now they have younger ones, but a few suggestions I've given to my daughters and that I myself did is that one would be we did a date night at home. And even though I didn't want to be there, sometimes it was because we didn't have a babysitter or we didn't have the money to go out. And so that was the reality of it. So we tried to make the best of the situation and we would put the kids to bed early. I would feed them, get their baths, get them in their jammies. And I would literally put them to bed early. And if they were the age where I knew they'd get up constantly, like they weren't in a crib and would go to bed, I would speak to them at a time and we would use the words, tonight is mommy and daddy's date night. That means it's bedtime. We're not going to get up tonight. And after a couple of weeks, of them understanding that there was no give on that. Like we're not going to get up anymore. That was a great opportunity for my husband and I. We would do date nights at home and we would order a little takeout and pick a movie or do for us, we're planners. So for me, like I love getting on our planner and saying, let's talk about the week, what we can do to encourage one another. Like we just did some of those hands-on things. So we would do a date night at home. Sometimes we swapped babysitters with our friends and um, older siblings So those are some fun ideas for little years. Hey there, Mama. I just want to jump in here for a second to tell you about a resource that will help you build independence and autonomy in your tweens and teens. For the past year, I've been sending my older ones out the door with a gab phone. Whether they're going out to do yard work for the neighbor down the street or heading to the library on their bike, they can just slip their phone into their pockets and give me peace of mind, knowing that I can get a hold of them when I need to. I've always been a bit hesitant to give my teens a cell phone because I didn't want them to have access to the internet or more importantly, for the internet to have access to them. But that always seemed to pose a real problem when they had to babysit at someone else's house or when they wanted to go play basketball at the park, but not anymore. With the Gab phone, they can have the best of both worlds, a little bit of freedom with plenty of safeguards. A gab phone looks and feels like a smartphone, but isn't connected to the internet in any way. A tween or teen can call, they can text, take pictures, and even listen to music, but that's it. For the most part, the phone acts just like an MP3 player with calling and texting capability. If you two are interested in purchasing a dumb phone that looks and feels like a smartphone for your kids, you can head to gabwireless.com and use coupon code mom to mom at checkout. That's gabwireless.com, mom to mom in all capital letters. I know when I was surrounded by lots of little people, I got together with some of my other girlfriends and I said, let's help each other out. I made little tickets and each ticket was, I think, maybe a half hour, you know, represented a half hour. 
So we were all in on this together. It was like the date, I forget what we called it. We had some fancy name, like date night swap or something. And every time you agreed to watch someone else's kids so that her and her husband can go out on a date, she would pay you in ticket. And then you could pay the next person in ticket. So you're just collect. It was a, a bartering system of tickets, not money. So nobody had to pay any money. But the more you babysat for other friends, the more you got to go out and reciprocate with a nice date out with your husband. So that was really fun. We did a lot of date nights in home when our kids were little. And we can talk about and share swap ideas for that in just a second. But I really capitalized. There's a website called The Dating Divas. I don't know if you girls have heard of that. It's just a group of women that get together and compile lots of fun, both in-home and outside of the home date night ideas. Because for me, part of the struggle was I was tired. I didn't want to think of some, you know, lovely plan. It took a lot of energy to be able to even think of the date night. And I didn't want one more thing to do. So going to a website like The Dating Divas to give me some fun ideas really helped out. Hmm. I want to be your friend and get some tickets. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, I still like that today. I have teenagers today and I think the hurdle with having teenagers and kids in the middle is that we are running them all the time, right? So, you know, there's practices and there's youth groups and there's all these things. And so I think the ticket system would work great for even that age group where you're like, can you pick up my kids? And then you do it for someone else. Right. And the great thing about that was, is you always found that there were maybe some homes that weren't really a good match for your kids or during this season. And then you had other people in the mix to pick and choose from. And you could continue to bankroll tickets as long as you wanted. And I think one time we took like a whole evening out because we had compiled so many tickets. Mm -hmm. That's great. All right. Well, Kate, you and I were grandparents. So we have more freedom to take around date nights now, you know, you and I, because Mm -hmm. we have our kids are a little older. But I know that I support my kids and their date nights and time away, weekends, whatever they need, which is something... They have, they seem to have a lot better than, they have it a lot better than I did. And I think it's because they have grandparents, you know, they have parents who want to help them. And I know that you've probably done this for your daughter and her husband for date nights. What are some things that you've done? Well, it's a little different because they're almost an hour away. So it's not that we can, you know, drive 10 minutes and we're there and can help them out. But sometimes we go down there often and, and give them a break, but sometimes they're coming here. She might be coming to Nashville for some reason. We'll take the kids Say when you're done with your recording or whatever, go to lunch, go to dinner, mm. take some time. We'll keep the kids. Nice. So it's a little bit reversed that way. We're not always going to them, but sometimes they're just bringing them here, which just gives them a little break. Because with that many children, you know, it you need those times where you can just kind of get away and decompress. Right. So that's sort of how we do it at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that makes me think that when I had really young children, sometimes I would pack a special lunch. And go to my husband's job site that was near a playground or something. And the kids would play where we could see them. And we would sit at a table and have lunch together. We had to fit it in, make it work. It's not just necessarily a night thing or a date. It's just that intentional time to, because we know our week isn't going to allow for a date night. So I think that showing our love that way, making the time for one another is really what date nights are about. Can I add one thing that I really commend my mother-in-law for doing? 
when I had little ones, she every now and again would make up a little freezer meal to send to my house and I could use it whenever. But that way on a night that I did want to take a date with my husband, I didn't also have to make a meal for my family. It really did free me up. And it felt like a date when I didn't have to make a meal. Mm -hmm. Right. That's good. I've had babysitters do that for date nights. They'll come in and they will make a meal for my kids. And I just am so blessed by that. I thought mm -hmm. that is wonderful. Um, and of course, they'd clean up the house and all those extra things that just make it so special. You can come home and not have to worry about it. But let's talk about some creative ideas for at home. Like if you have to stay home and have a date night, what are some fun things to do? And Jamie, I know you have a great recommendation. Yeah. So early on when I was newly married, my husband and I bought this date night in a box kit. It was from a Christian company. It's unfortunately no longer produced, but um, we will be linking to one that is available in the show notes, date night in a box. And it just has prompts for dates that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Most of them are in home. It has, you know, the listing of all the things you need to gather for the date, question prompts, discussion questions, so that the heavy lifting of planning isn't on one or both of you to do. Because to me, that was that usually is the biggest struggle in a date night. It's like just trying to think of what we're going to do in order to mix it up and make it creative. So definitely a date night in a box was really handy. There's also some other books like The Adventure Challenge, which is like a book that you scratch off a date each time you take it. You kind of scratch it off. It's almost like a lottery ticket almost. You scratch it off and do the date. Um, I know Randy Southern has 52 Uncommon Dates. I've not personally read that book, but that's from a Christian perspective and can give you some fun at-home suggestions. Some of the things that my husband and I have done, we one time, actually, this was just really recently, we went to a specialty food store, you know, like a foo-foo food, food store that we wouldn't normally go to. We each took $10 and secretly picked out something we thought the other might enjoy on the, as a little treat for a date night. We purchased it separately, had it wrapped up in a bag, brought it home. It was just a movie night at home, but then we we shared the treat with each other and it was kind of fun revealing what we thought the other one would like. We've done taste test date nights at home where, you know, maybe we pick out three or four, five or six different versions of root beer and, you know, we pour them in little cups and we do a little taste test to see which one is the better or Oreo cookies or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. You could do lots of different taste tests. Lately, we really love reading a book together and we'll just before bed, we'll read a chapter of a book. And that has helped us now 20 years into our marriage when things could start to get a little bit stale in our conversations. It gives us some new talking points to chat about throughout the day. As we read something in that book, then the next day, you know, we'll, we'll be able to have it, you know, top of mind and be able to have different things to talk about besides just bills and groceries and all the day-to-day, work-a-day conversations. Yeah, I love that, Jamie. I think date nights are going to look different for every season, right? We want to acknowledge that. I remember very specifically when my kids were little, we would just be grateful to get to go to the store to get a pack of diapers together yeah, and talk while we're shopping. So, you know, it doesn't have to always be something grand and glorious. It will evolve. It will be different every time. Um, Jamie, I know you had a few more ideas. Well, we really love taking carpet picnics together too. And, and when our kids were little, that would happen at nap time. We'd put them down for a nap and I'd put out just a, a blanket in the living room and we'd have just a basic carpet. Maybe he'd bring in um, some takeout and we'd have it in the living room when they were napping. We've done bonfires together out in the yard and we have to make the kids 
known, you know, this is not your time to eat s'mores. This is mom and dad's time to eat (laughs) s'mores. Um, You know, simple things like game nights. One thing that I think is really fun is to do a YouTube class together. You know, you can go out and take a like a um, public education class to learn how to do this or that, or you can just YouTube it at home. So if there's something that you've been wanting, one skill you've been wanting to learn together, whether that's like learn to do the cha-cha or learn to whittle, whatever, you can just YouTube it and do it right at home together. Boy, that makes me think what I'm going to YouTube now. Jamie, I just saw on your Facebook that you did a documentary day. Yeah. I mean, that's a date, right? Like that. Well, and our kids are involved in that, but my husband did all the planning of that. But yeah, if you could do a documentary and then like learn about one time my my husband and I learned all about Scotland when I learned that I was part Scottish and he checked out some videos on YouTube or, you know, through the library, we watched them. And then you can make a meal a- around that country if you wanted to. Those are great ideas. I think really just today we're talking about how we can enjoy our company with our spouse. You know, it doesn't have to be, oh, we have to go out to eat and stare at one another. What are we going to do? You know, this is like all about getting back to why we want to spend time with this person and remind one another that we love them. And these are great ideas. So mamas, don't forget to check out our date night list in the show notes. We will include them on our Instagram feed this time as well. I think we're going to try that because I think that scrolling sometimes is easier than going to the website. So what do you have to lose? Find a night, pick a topic, make a date night, rotate planning, make it fun, get back to the time with your spouse. Thank you for listening and supporting the Mom to Mom podcast. We're always grateful to have you here.